Here we are, outside the gates of Whitehall Palace on the evening of January the 6th, 1601. It is Twelfth Night, and that means the Twelfth Night after Christmas Night, by the way, also known as Epiphany. We are here at Whitehall Palace, as this is where Queen Elizabeth I lives. Buckingham Palace isn't built yet, of course. Tonight, the Queen has a guest, Virginio Orsino, the Duke of Bracciano. This Duke has a twin son and daughter, absolutely identical. If you know the story of Twelfth Night, then you'll know that a central character is called Duke Orsino. And there are identical twins. Oh, hang on, let's... Yes, let's go inside, as tonight the Queen has Shakespeare and his company entertaining the Duke. We know this from the Duke's own letters, which say that this night he saw a comedy with music. Twelfth Night. Well, now we don't know. If it was, then Shakespeare would have had to have written and rehearsed it very quickly because the Duke's visit was known only six weeks before he came. What's more likely is that this night in 1601 planted a seed in Shakespeare's mind and he began to write Twelfth Night soon after this. Oh, it's very noisy in here. Let's leave the palace and walk the London streets. To do that, I'll need a torch, as it is pitch black outside. This is before electricity or even gaslight and... Oh, yuck! Before underground sewers. In London, all the waste, and that is all the waste, including human waste, was just thrown into the river and onto the streets, so London stinks, and it is so dirty. But back to Twelfth Night. I think that Shakespeare wrote Twelfth Night, or what you will, in 1601, but what is the proof for that? Arguments range as to whether it was composed as early as 1601 or as late as 1606. The reason that some scholars believe it may have been written as late as 1606 is because on the 27th of May, 1606, a statute, or law, was passed by the Puritan Parliament. Oh, I should explain the term Puritan, as it's an important concept in the understanding of this play. Oh, it's starting to rain. Let's go inside this building. Oh, that's better. The term Puritan is used to mean someone whose religious convictions are based upon a fundamental interpretation of the Bible as literal truth. An actual conviction that every word in it is true, that God created the world in six days, that there was a flood and only Noah and his ark survived, etc. So these Puritans believed that all fun and enjoyment was sinful. Malvolio, an important character in this play, is described as a Puritan, and his antithesis, or opposite, is the fun-loving Sir Toby Belch. The cat-and-mouse conflict between these two can be seen to reflect the way English society went back and forth between being over-pious, God-fearing and no fun, to being liberal, fun-loving and generally pagan. Oh, and I should tell you that pagan is the old religion before Christianity. It's more primitive and recognises many different gods, like the sun and the moon, for example. 
It's associated with celebration, enjoyment and excess, rather than the more guilt-ridden and restrained nature of 17th century English Protestantism. The fate of the Puritan Malvolio can clearly show Shakespeare's feelings as to whether fun should be outlawed. Anyway, getting back to what I was saying, on the 27th of May, 1606, a statute was passed by the Puritan Parliament preventing the abuse of the holy name of God in stage plays, and there was an enormous fine of £10, equivalent today of about £3,750, if you said the word God. So all plays after 1606 replaced the word God with the word Jove, which occurs many times in this play. So some say Twelfth Night must have been written after this statute. On the other hand, most people think that all that happened was that somebody changed the actor's copies of an existing play and just crossed out God and put in the word Jove. So that is the proof for Twelfth Night being written in 1606. The proof that it was written in or close to 1601 is this. A law student, John Manningham, recorded in his diary that on February the 2nd, 1602, he saw performed in the Middle Temple... We had a play called Twelfth Night, or What You Will. A good practice in it to make the steward believe his lady widow was in love with him. So it seems certain that the play was being performed at the Middle Temple in February 1602. Now, plays would not have been premiered there. If it played at the Middle Temple, then it almost certainly would have been around for a while, so we're looking at the middle to end of 1601 for its first performance. So mid to late 1601 is probably right. If that's the case, then where does it place Twelfth Night within the body of Shakespeare's work? Twelfth Night is a difficult play. Remember, I said it was a comedy. Well, it is, but it's a comedy that is laced with sadness a kind of melancholy ache that makes it different from the early comedies. Now, in 1601, Shakespeare was 37 years old and was no longer a hungry actor-writer, but had achieved something. In fact, the building we're now in, where I've sheltered from the rain, is the Globe Theatre and is part-owned by Shakespeare. So, we have a prosperous businessman, as well as a successful writer, who has just written what was possibly the greatest play of all time, Hamlet. Hamlet is a masterpiece of sadness and drama interlaced, and we cannot help but see its roots in the death of Shakespeare's only son in 1596. His name was Hamlet, as pronounced then in the local dialect, spelt H-A-M-N-E-T. After such an emotional play, I feel that Shakespeare may well have wanted something lighter, and so wrote Twelfth Night. Yet he couldn't shake off those sombre tones, and Twelfth Night is consequently a comedy with an underbelly of sadness, and in many ways is a little disturbing. There's the comic Feste, who seems to prick at the consciences of characters with his humour. There's the melancholy Duke Orsino and the cruel gulling of Malvolio. Oh, but all this is giving away too much of the story to those who don't know the play, so I shall zip my lips about the plot for now. Oh, and one last point worth noting is that in September of 1601, Shakespeare's father died. Of course, September could have been the very time he was writing or rehearsing this play. So there are many reasons why this comedy is so sad. Ooh, sounds to me like the actors are back and ready to rehearse something. Let's go back out again, as there are a few more points to make before we begin the play. <laughs> 
Briefly, just a word about where Twelfth Night came from. It's source material. Because you should know that Shakespeare didn't write the plots of most of his plays from scratch. No, no, he generally used existing stories or plays and adapted them, improved upon them or combined more than one to make a unique new play. Twelfth Night was inspired by Ginganati, The Deceived, published in 1537, though first performed in Siena in 1531. Not only did this inspire Shakespeare to write Twelfth Night, but he was also influenced by a prose poem by Barnaby Richards called The Tale of Apollonius and Scylla. And if all this wasn't confusing enough, it all really dates back to the ancient Roman writer Plautus. His play, Menachme, is the story of twins who end up marrying two people with whom they fall in love. Well, it's almost time to begin our production, but let me just tell you this. Remember, I said that England was Puritan. Well, one result of this was that women were not allowed to be actors. Therefore, in Shakespeare's day, all the parts in Twelfth Night would be played by men or boys. This is one of the very strong reasons for audiences enjoying mix-up comedies where girls dressed as boys, because it actually was a boy dressed as a girl dressed as a boy, the old double bluff. Great fun for the actor too, and it makes the element of twins seem more real, as it is two boys looking like two boys. Now, I told you that Twelfth Night was the Twelfth Night after Christmas, or Epiphany. That last day of Christmas, which in the ancient days was the pagan winter festival. Epiphany was originally a major Christian feast, even more important than Christmas.